Yo, what's up? And welcome to the Let's Get Real podcast. I don't know why sitting here, bro. Like, I just thought you were going to say Youth of the Nation. I almost did. <laughs> and I like, I'm like looking at you. I'm like, bro, he's going to say Youth of the Nation podcast. And that's funny. But the last time we were live like this was the first time we ever yes. did the podcast. So we're back live tonight, guys. And yes. we're in the same building, same room. And we're just hyped to be in the building. So, bro, until then. Talin's got his ring on. Oh, you know the vibes. Come on, man. You know. Hey, but this ring here is one of the rings I wear um, while I'm um, working. Because yep. I'm doing a lot of lifting, is moving, it silicone? bending, and silicone. Yep. But my gold ring, the one I, you know, the one she bought me, <laughs> she ain't fancy, fancy. Yep. It's at the house. It's sitting on the, uh, on, yeah. the on the bathroom sink. So. When do you wear that one? On the weekends, Saturday okay. and Sundays. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's good. I Sometimes I'll forget to take it off Yep. Um, and switch it out. And so, like, I'll go to somebody's house on the weekends like a friend of mine and be like bro why are you wearing a blue silicone <laughs> ring and i'm like oh, i don't feel like explaining this story but yeah <laughs> are you are you are you uh black diamond what's up with that <laughs> it's a uh, tungsten come on black tungsten yeah I... that's a 700 dollars ring over there big fancy hey, hey, bro i'm gonna tell you how much it is you know the <laughs> don't worry about it bro it's uh it's a coat it's it's a grip no i'm playing um no i i for me personally I I was like I want like a big ring. Yeah. Something big, you know what I'm saying? Where people like look across and like that dude married. Yeah. And so that's what I got. Bro, you know what's funny is I told Jordan I wanted a black ring. Oh she shut me down. Really? Yeah, she said that she said that your skin color would look so much better in gold. I was like, but babe, I said I told you what I wanted. Like when you told me what you wanted, you got it, right? But when I said what I wanted, you got what you wanted. Listen. Hey, that's marriage, though, right? Yeah, like, that's what it is, so. bro. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. I got her what she wanted, but when it was my turn, she was like, hey. "No, you're gonna get what I like." Hey, you don't get a turn, bro. Yeah. You don't. You what? What did? Uh, I think I told you this, but um, uh, my wife's dad put put that in a card. He was like, uh, <laughs> he was like, Julia, it's not about you anymore. Nate, it was never about you. <laughs> And I was like, wait, what does that mean, actually? Yeah. Julia, it's not about you anymore. Nate, it was never about you. I think you. it's the idea that, like, she is, like, I don't even want to use this word because it's, like, weird. But, like, she was, like, princess of the family, that kind of stuff. Mm. And so, like, no, it's not. It's not a. Yeah. And But it was cool because then I, like, I use yeah. that every day. Whenever I get, like, turned into a little jerk, I'm like, it's never about you, Nate. Wow. So, it's pretty good. That's uh, funny, dude. That was that that was that wisdom. Yo, and I don't want to harp on marriage too much because we're both newly married, but this is probably how the beginning of every single one of the new podcasts are going to go. But uh <laughs> yep. have okay. you ever noticed in marriage now that like you don't get to decide where you guys go to eat? It's not, for me, no. <laughs> oh, you so you get to decide. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, bro, no. I <laughs> absolutely not bro like so it, it depends on it depends on like what night it is and like what we're feeling but like for the most part if she says something sounds good that's where we're gonna end up <laughs> so she just took a liking to sushi thank god because i love sushi yep and so i've been like yes let's go to trappers i'm so down to go to trappers yeah. i'm so down to hang out at at sushi and eat all you can eat that's that's my joint yep but for the most part we're eating italian food and pizza so. Which which isn't bad. It's not bad. Yeah, but when you want other things, like I'm an Oriental guy, so I like 
chow mein. I like the yeah. the th- the Thai food. I like the fried rice. You like and sushi? Teriyaki. I love sushi. Favorite. Well, we should we should get sushi sometime. Let's go. Remember Let's last la- a year, a couple years ago. It seems like five years ago when we did this in person last time. The first time. Yeah. Uh, we went to Chick Fil A after. Remember that? We did. Remember I gave your boy a concussion. You did. Yeah. Is he okay? My guy fell over the. Yeah. Remember I threw the football. Yeah. He fell over the thing. He's never been the same after that. Are you serious? I'm just kidding. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Bro. Nate's like, bro, did I just damage this guy's brain? Well, so on the way here, I literally was like, I was like, I think I'm a pretty, I think I'm a pretty nice guy. I think most people would look at me and go, that's kind guy. No, totally. But I feel like he might be the one human who doesn't like me on he this sees, earth. He sees your face when he closes his eyes at night. Anytime he sees football, he thinks of Nate's. Oh, he's he's like, like, yo, like that one night ruined my football experience. Yes. Because yes. he caught the ball. For those who don't know what we're talking about, Nate <laughs> is a terrible quarterback. Whoa, 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 He whoa, led whoa. this kid into a pot. That's like valid. a like – a, think of like the biggest – flower pot you have ever like seen a big in your stone life. Pot. like a big stone pot yeah yeah and nate throws the kid the football and he's like backpedaling and goes to catch it and falls over the stone pot and hits his head backwards <laughs> and uh man it was it was something that was funny <laughs> after we asked if he was all right but oh my goodness so oh my goodness like i i felt as if like because he was the one who like opened that room for us to use that Dude, building he and served like, us that night, bro. and and we we just damaged. Stayed with <laughs> us because we stayed heck of late. Remember, <laughs> he stayed downstairs playing drums, bro. He just bro, stayed down there until we needed to leave. He damn you damaged him. Dude, I need to text him. Should you I need- shout him out? What? Yeah, you should. All right, Eric Goodman, we love you, bro. Oh, Eric Goodman. His name's Eric Goodman. Dude, we love that guy, dude. I gave Eric- Michaela was on that episode. I gave Eric a concussion. dude. Michaela was on that episode. You know what the funniest thing about that Michaela. episode is? You know what the funniest thing about the episode is? Though? What? Remember, we didn't get any actual audio. Oh, my goodness. Remember that? No, we did. No, we didn't. The audio that we were recording for Mike for some reason, because I didn't have this thing. Yeah. We had some, like, janky thing. Yeah. And it didn't record. Seriously? Or it didn't record you or me or whatever. Oh, yeah, so we had to use my phone. Yeah, so we used... Well, no. Here we go. Remember, we used a phone to record for YouTube for, to record video. Yeah, and so we used that audio for the whole for the the. And pod. you're such an editing genius that when I go back and listen to that episode, can't even tell. You know, this is gifts, bro. <laughs> but no, anyway, how's your week been, bro? It's been good. Um, as you can tell, we're in our office. We got all the Halloween stuff set up. Yeah, dude. Uh, bro, it's spooky season, and I got a little confession to make. What's up? I've been watching all the Halloween movies. Okay, so like what? Like literally the Halloween movies. Oh, so like so like uh Mike Myers Halloween movies. Yes. Okay. Like actual Halloween movies. Okay. I'm a huge fan of um Christmas movies. And so Oh, why are you talking about Christmas? Because I, I'm scared of Halloween. You're scared of Halloween. Terrified. <laughs> Terrified. I think it's I, You're I, a grown man. Yeah. And <laughs> you know what else? Um those masks are scary. The Michael Myers mask? Yeah, dude. Like, anybody who's wearing one of those at a Christmas or at a Halloween party can kick rocks. Because, one, 
those movies are gory and no one wants to watch people get stabbed in the neck. <laughs> two. <laughs> two. Like, most Halloween movies are pretty, like, like bro, like, I'm so happy my wife is content with just watching Christmas movies once October hits. So. Okay, so hold on. No, no, no. no. Okay, so she, she will go to the movies. Like, she, this last weekend, she went to see Halloween Kills with my mom. Oh. Left me out of it. I went and hung out with the boys. Which, I went and watched she football. Think? She liked it. I was gonna. I was gonna watch it um, tomorrow because don't. It's my day off. Why not? Because it's it's. Right, can, can pastors watch that stuff? God. What? Joking. What can't pastors do? <laughs> Be careful. All right, let's stop. All right, let's stop. Let's stop. Let's not some, do that. I don't want to do some that. Like, I love all pastors. Some like prosperity actually, gospel yeah. out there. <laughs> Your destiny. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> respect. But <laughs> your destiny will get you to where you, know, you need to be. Shout out to all pastors. Shout out to all of them. You guys do pastor such a good appreciation job. month. Yeah, it is October, huh? Yeah, bro. Should we say all the pastors are appreciated too? Um, pastor no, that's jo- too many. That's too many. Yeah, let's we, just shout out one, one each. One each. Yep. So you like? I mean, oh. like of all pastors you've ever dealt with in your life, you get one pastor. You got to shout them out right now. That's terrible. Do it. <laughs> do it. I don't know, man. I have different phases of life. How about this? How about okay. I do high? How about I do young, like before adulthood, and then like after becoming a like a leader. Okay. So I would say before adulthood, I'd say Grant Twyman. Grant Twyman. I've never heard of this guy. Yeah. So obvi- everyone knows Eddie J is like my spiritual. That's father. that's your dude. That's yeah. easy. Yeah, money. that's your guy. No, everyone knows that. Eddie, guy. I was I was hoping that you would say Eddie. Now J. Grant, Grant was the guy that. Um, it's not that other people didn't challenge me, but he was asked a hard question. Yeah. Bro, he'd make me, like, when I preached a sermon, he made me, like, get into the, like, like the meat of a sermon. Yeah. So he was like, no, but why are you going to say that point? And I was like, oh, you know, because I think it. He was like, does the Bible support it? And I'd be Ooh. like, bro, who cares? He really went in on Ooh. me. So he was like, do you actually believe what you're saying? Or are you just, you just big, preaching things? Big challenging. Yeah. And so, and I mean, when I went to go date a girl in high school, he was like, um, don't date her. He told you not to. He, do- he told me not to. He and said, I did. And doing? it was bad news. Huh. You know what I mean? So, huh. man, I love Grant. And I'll say that. post, like, high school, Pastor Josiah Thomas. That's Pastor my Josiah guy. Thomas. That's my guy, man. Like, Shout out to Josiah, bro. I feel bad because he asked me to get coffee and I can't. I canceled that night because I ended up having to go see my newborn nephew who was freshly out of the wound. So I apologize to you, Josiah. Had the brand new womb, bro. He was like had the brand new life. You swag. know what I'm saying, bro? He came out little cannon. Shout out to Cannon. Um, Wait, so hold on. He came yeah. out like a cannon, or his name is Cannon. Both, actually. <laughs> Shot out like a cannon, and they named him Cannon. Contrary to popular belief, he didn't yeah, come out. <laughs> popped out like a cannon. Actually, they. <laughs> canceled, bro. You're canceled. I'm dude. big canceled, and he's my nephew. Um, <laughs> so, we, yeah, we had to go see him. And so, shout out to Josiah. But I still want to get coffee with Josiah, though. Who's, so. your, who's your pastor, bro? Okay, so we're people, doing pre and post, right? Yeah, there's, there's some Yeah, bro. It's probably post-service. So we're doing pre and post, right? Yes. So pre, pre high school, honestly, I didn't really have like a, I didn't grow up in youth group, really, so I didn't have like a a pre high school pastor. 
but I'd say probably um, my uncle Marlon. Mm. And he wasn't really a pastor. He was a deacon, but he taught us like Sunday school. And like he's one of the guys that followed Jesus that I just looked up to the most. Um, and it was crazy because like he I don't want to go too deep into the story, but like his life was just so crazy. And then he like did a complete 180, mm. like started following Jesus and he got his license back and then like went to school, started working at Boeing, built a house from the ground up like. You know what I mean? So he's like, like literally built like different. Like he's like literally built different now. He's, like, he's so, the epitome yeah. of I'm built different. I'm built different. <laughs> he is the definition of built different, <laughs> like literally. So yeah, shout out to him. Um and then um post high school when I started actually going to church, there's two. They're kinda combined. Uh it was Ed Holmes and Taylor Murray. Because mm. like those two were like the guys that like led me in a way that like you say they challenged me and just like everything that I did, like, Hey, is this good for you? Don't date this girl, date this girl. Mm. Don't do this move, do this move. And so it was super cool um, to have those dudes in my life at that time. Yeah. Um, so shout out to them. But those are my, those are my dudes, bro. That's good. Those are my dudes. Dang. I love how you talk about like, it's interesting. I was reading this. Uh, there's a YouTuber I listen to. His name's Matt Diavella. He's a little minimalist YouTuber. Mm. Um, you know, whatever. Anyway, people make fun of me now. But what I love about him is he said, you're you. We try to find the path of least resistance. Okay. So we're trying to find the path where it's easy. Yeah. Where it's easy to get to. And it's interesting how we both have said the people that stand out to us are the people who have challenged us. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. The yeah, bro. The people who challenge me are the ones who I know I need to be around. Because they're they're helping me grow, even though sometimes I'm like, tell me the truth. And then when they tell me the truth, I'm like, shut up. I don't want to hear that. You know what I mean? Don't tell me the truth anymore because you're hurting my feelings now. But it's like those are the people I need to tell me. You know what I mean? Like those are the guys I need in my life. So, yeah, tell me the truth only when I need it. But then don't say it too much. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, tell me only what I need to hear and then stop talking. (laughs) Be kind to me. Yeah. Like. Save my feelings. Tell me the truth in a nice way. Yeah. Tell yeah. me the truth in love. Yeah. Biblical somewhere. Yeah. Something. I swear Matthew wrote Probably. it. Yeah. Second hesitations or whatever. <laughs> uh, so man, let's let's get into it. Ooh. That's a telling line. Let's right get there. this. Let's get this. <laughs> uh man, I've been been asked to I spoke at a I didn't speak at a conference. I did a breakout session at a conference. Oh, you're big time now. A little bit ago. You know, you know what I'm saying? It sounds wild. KTV. Nah. Uh, but I spoke there and I was leading this session called Lead Like Jesus. Yeah. And I didn't really talk about leading like Jesus. I really talked about this idea of rest. Okay. And where we find rest. And the reason I bring all of this up is to talk about this idea of mental health. Big, big topic, right? Big now. topic, and I think we've heard the genet- we've heard the extreme statements. Yeah. Which? How's your mental health? My mental health is terrible. My mental health is this. My mental health is that. But I do want to speak from the perspective of obviously, like, uh, like we've said, we're trying to speak to all leaders. Yeah. Uh, not just young people, but also young leaders, like us being young leaders. Yeah. Is how do we? How do we keep a check in on our health? And on who we are as spiritual leaders, because honestly, 
I I wish I knew the mental health of the people who led me at the time they were leading me. Because, mm. bro, I know I gave some people headaches. Yeah. Like, I made some people worry. <laughs> like, and so I'm thinking, like, and we didn't care. Honestly, we didn't care about mental health a couple months, yeah. a couple yeah. years ago, five years ago. Yeah. No one was talking about that. No one was like, hey, bro, how's your mental health? They were like, hey, go get this paper. Go get this kid saved. Peace. Yep. And so, man, I mean, I have a couple of thoughts when it comes to the idea of mental health. Yeah. And the idea of, like, how to find rest. But, man, what I've realized is sometimes the job of ministering is so go, 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 go. Mm. Or, you know, yeah, go, 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 go. And it okay, is. Cool, take yeah. a break. Okay, go, go, go. And so my question when it comes to mental health for you, Tillane, is have you have you found yourself in a point where you go, I'm in a good place? Because the reason I ask that is for this. I've heard a lot of people the last couple of years been like, my mental health is down. Because, you know, this little thing called the global pandemic. Which it's is so, so crazy. My 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 question is, like, have you found yourself being like, no, I'm at a place where I'm good? Yeah, so, I mean, for me, I think that the, the best part about the pandemic, and I, w- I will say the best part because the pandemic itself was the worst, so I always try to find the good and the bad. The best part about the pandemic for me was the rest. I was able to rest. I wasn't at, and and mind you, let me tell you my schedule here. Sunday, church, right? And then Monday night, Young Life. (laughs) And then Tuesday night, Young Life meetings. And then Wednesday (laughs) night, youth. And then Thursday night, young adults, right? And so it was like, man, every day, Talyn had somewhere to be. So I was stretched in a full capacity. Like you said, I was go, 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 go. And and uh, it wasn't the best for me, but I, that's just where I spent my time. And so when the pandemic hit, everything took a screeching halt. Hmm. Everything had to stop. Now Talyn doesn't know what to do. So Talyn's scatterbrain is just like, oh, my God, what do I do? Where am I headed? What am I? You know what I mean? And so I think for me, it, it, it allowed me to, to actually open up the word, sit down with God, sit down with Jordan, sit down and pray. It allowed me to clear my head. And sometimes it was like it, it when it was when it became too long, it was like, all right, now I'm ready to get back to it. Yeah. And that's when mental health started to like seek in in a different way. But in the beginning, I was like, bro, this is this rest is honestly awesome. Like I'm able to balance out this negativity in a way that's like positive because I'm still able to to jump in with the 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 Lord. I'm still able to jump in with my students on Zoom, like. Things shifted a little bit, but yeah. I, th- I think my mental health was probably at its best when the pandemic first hit, hmm. which is weird because you think like, well, aren't you scared a little bit? It's like, yeah, it was everybody was on edge about this COVID stuff, but everybody was in the house. So like, what do you, you know what I mean? Every, yeah. So I sat and like I said, I sat and read and I sat and listened and prayed and Jordan and I were. I think that's where we built the like the best and the bulk of our relationship was just during this pandemic. And that's where my mental state was just like normal. Now I'm at I'm at an all time high again because it's like the vaccine and then the unvaxxed and then you know what I mean? I don't want to talk about the negative side of things because we're supposed to be talking about the good, but <laughs> yeah. Wow. So you bring up I mean you brought up a lot of stuff. I did. But Overall, what you're saying is, yeah, you've been in moments. I've been in moments. Felt good. Yeah, yeah. 
And it's it's actually interesting because I believe in you. I believe in you. I do believe. I be- I I appreciate that. I believe in you. I would hope so. Yeah. We do a podcast together, yeah. so it'd be awkward. But if you I did also be- I I agree <laughs> with you yeah. in the idea of like early on, like a lot of people. I know for a lot of people, like like I'm speaking from a privileged view. I had, um, I have a home. Yeah. I had I had a job. Yeah. That I didn't lose. Yep. That I could still do. Like I'm so I'm, sp- I'm speaking from a very I understand a very like, uh, for lack of better words, privileged view. Yep. But what I'm trying to say is like, even that, even though like, it was still a hard time for for a lot of people. And early on, I feel you. Like I was like, no, I'm kind of good. Like, mm-hmm. I'm home. Mm-hmm. I'm home. I'm man. I had a rhythm. Like, get up, work for a couple hours, right? Because like, if you're working at home. There's not much you can do after exactly. a certain amount of time. Like exactly. You're done. So I was done at like 2 p.m. some days, yeah. 1 p.m. some days, yeah. 10 a.m. some days. You know, you just get up at early at 6, get it done. Bro, I felt like a, <laughs> I felt like a YouTuber, bro. I was getting it done. <laughs> we were still recording the podcast. We were. And, but something that was so, so hard in that time was when the world opened back up. Yeah. And when the world open back up that's when i feel my mental health take take a dip as a as a leader because i wasn't ready yeah i was not ready to and it also became hard for for leaders to even be be leaders because the world was open up but not everybody was open back up you mm-hmm. know what i mean and so like yeah the world like kind of went back to normal but like the schools were still closed you couldn't allow leaders inside schools to connect still can't and that's the hard part it's like that's where we get our bread and butter from is going and connecting with these students at football games and inside the the lunch area that's where i met 75 percent of the students i do life with today Mm -hmm. was inside of the cafeteria and you take that away social media is all you got how weird is it that a 29 year old man is sliding in your 15 year old son's dms like yo come to church on sunday (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's not normal. Yeah. So, like, it's it just made it so hard as for leaders to to do what leaders do best. I mean, there's – and don't get me wrong. There's kids who are showing up, and we love on those students with the, the most abundant love, right? But, like, what about the ones that we aren't able to reach because we're, we are, are limited? Yeah. That has to mess with a leader's mental health. Mm. You know what I mean? For sure. So, as a leader, Mike, like – my thought is, are you willing or are we going to fight for uh, health? Like, how do we do that? How do you think we start fighting for health? Because this is why I share this. Okay. It's really easy to fight for students. Yeah. Man, we're going to get them saved. We're going to get them in heaven. We're going to get butts in seats. Get them there. It's really easy to get hyped about that. Yeah, yeah. Super easy to get hyped about taking care of your of your wife or of your family mm-hmm. or of your husband you know it's taking care of your family taking care of the people that are around you really easy to get into your work and do the tasks of the church and i'm speaking to leaders you know it could be inside church outside the church like, yeah it can be really easy to just get your tasks done and, yeah or you know uh cheap out some sermon and just you know put something yeah. out super quick it can be really easy to fight for those things fight for others mental health preach you need to make sure your mind is right Ooh. get your spirit right Ooh. get all this right but then guess what 
you're not taking no care one's of you. fighting for it for themselves yeah and uh, this quote i heard lately and then i love to hear your thoughts like i'd rather have a healthy place than the most popular place mm. popularity wow. popularity don't win in the kingdom cuz we already know who's the most popular come on health and so i don't know man like what do you think like how do you fight for health? How do you fight for to make sure that your mind is right? I think for me, man, it, it takes a lot of simple steps. Um, and I've been listening to a lot of Charlemagne the God, who is a big advocate for mental health. Um, and am I allowed to say that? Who, Charlemagne the God? Yeah, am I allowed to talk about him on this yeah. podcast? Okay. Yeah. Maybe I don't say some things he says, but <laughs> I won't say that. I won't say that stuff. But uh, Charlemagne the God is is a huge advocate for mental health. And I think that anybody who's rooting for mental health, you're you're on my side. Um, And so he talks a lot about like um, mental health on on his podcast. And so he had somebody on and she uh, went through like these five rules that she does. And I'm always trying to grasp, I, I say that, grasp something from someone. Like I, I, any moment I'm, I'm, I'm able to be taught. I want to, I want to learn. I want to grab. I want to, to soak that in. And and being a sponge in that moment is huge for me. And so she said something along the lines of like putting your phone away from you while you are uh, uh, going to bed can help with your mental health when you go to sleep. Waking up in the morning and and she didn't even. This wasn't even like a, a religious standpoint, right? Like she wasn't saying this as like. Wake up in the morning and grab your Bible. She was saying, wake up in the morning and do something beneficial for yourself. Hmm. Right? Like, look in the mirror and tell yourself that you're going to win today. That's great. She started off by saying, like, high five yourself because the 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 mental, uh, uh, your brain lets off, uh, what do you call it? In, in Endorphins. Endorphins. When, when you get excited about something, if I were to give you a high five right now, it, it felt like we just celebrated something, yeah. right? And so she was talking about all this stuff and- and, and then I started putting these things in practice, but I was like, how can I make this more of like a getting in touch with the Lord thing mm. where now I put my phone away at a certain time instead of watching TikTok videos and I'll pray before bed. And that's me fighting for my mental health. Ooh, okay. And then I'll wake Go up ahead. in the morning and yes, I leave really, I, I leave for work really early. And I'm not saying that I do this every morning, but this is me saying that I want to fight for mental health by waking up, jumping into the devos that I said I was going to do yeah. instead of j- waking up and jumping onto Instagram, checking DMs. You know what I mean? Because once you do that, you set your day up for failure already. You wake up at 4 a.m. and the first thing you do is check Instagram. You wake up at 4 a.m. I wake up at 4 a.m. You'll never first catch yeah. me at 4 a.m. <laughs> okay, Nate, you wake up at 1130. <laughs> and the first thing that you do is check Instagram. You know what I mean? Like, so... <laughs> no, we, but that's great. We got to set our day up for success. And so for me, I think fighting for mental health means putting yourself in a, a position to be successful in your mentals that day, whether that's running for you, whether that's a, 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 a conversation with your significant other in the morning, whether that's prayer time at night with your significant other or by yourself, whether that's listening to worship music on the way to work, whether that's listening to a sermon from the weekend before at, at a different church from somebody. These are all things that I do for myself. And yeah. so I think that fighting for your mental health means 
reading books, opening up some books to try to study what it means to be better mentally. Like fighting for that means actually going and doing the work to make your mental health better. Talking to a therapist. I know so many men who put up a guard and they're scared to actually break down and talk to a therapist. Talking to a therapist is what's going to save your life. Mm -hmm. 100%. So Mm -hmm. fighting for your mental health means knowing exactly what it is that is going on and just not sitting in it. Right? Like the moment you start sitting in it, then then the moment you start losing yourself. Like, and I don't want to, like, I don't ever want to tell somebody what to do with their mental health because I know what it is to be the last episode I had in anxiety. Guess what I did? I sat in it because I didn't know what else to do. Yeah. So I'm not telling people like, <laughs> I heard this pastor get on stage the other day. I'm rambling right now, but no, I'll give good, I'll give you back the spotlight here. You're good. No, you're good. I heard this pastor the other day. He said, this was actually beginning pandemic. He said, it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay that way. You can't tell people who have mental health problems that it's it's okay. That it's not okay to not stay that way because in their mind, they can't change. In their mind, they're stuck in that position. So you saying it's okay to not be okay, but it's not okay to stay that way. You're saying it's not okay to not be okay. You're saying it's not okay to not be okay because how long am I supposed to not be okay for? If, if it takes me six months to not be okay, and you're telling me that I'm not allowed to not be okay. And, and I had this conversation with my wife who struggles with mental health issues as well. And she was saying, because I was fired up about it. I'm in the car like, let's go. He's preaching. Oh, so you're like, that's a bar. This is a bar. <laughs> and she was like, skirt. That's Think terrible. about what he said there. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm thinking about it like, what did he say wrong? He's in my mind like, yeah, fix yourself. But to somebody who's struggling in that, what do you do? Uh, and so for me, it was like, ah, when I had that anxiety for, man, I had anxiety for like six, I missed like six days of work. I was struggling with like my heart, you know, my heart beating fast, like feeling like I didn't want to talk to anybody. It was almost like a depression anxiety combo. And for six days straight, just in my bedroom. Didn't come out, didn't hang with my roommates, didn't want to be with Jordan. I sat in it. And the moment that I went to church and like prayed and like fought for my mental health was the moment that God was like, if you would have just released this back then, we would have been over this already. Mm-hmm. But that's me. This isn't for everybody. I'm yeah. talking about Talen's experience. No, that's great. So. What about uh, you, bro? Well, I'm going to end the podcast here because now I'm playing, but <laughs> that was great. Dude, I don't even know what to say anymore. I'm sorry, dude. No, I think it's, I love what you said. Like some of these things that we say when it comes to mental health, especially in a faith setting, can hurt more than we believe it helps. Yeah. Because the the quote, like obviously they're not saying you you have a timeline. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I always go, what is the youngest person? who believes everything they hear, what are they going to believe? Mm. Or the person that believes everything they're going to hear, what are they going to think? Because I have to care for that person. I have to be able to, ca- I'm not catering, but you know, like I have to be able to speak to that person. Yeah. Because if they hear that it's not okay to be okay for any extended amount of time, because that's what I feel like we usually hear. Yeah. Maybe that's what Jordan was hearing, right? Yeah. Like 
if we hear that, then we're going to go, oh, well, I got to clean this up by myself. And what I've realized when it comes to mental health and as I've been studying scripture and also just studying what's going on, the first thing when it comes to health um, or what we think about when it comes to health is we think it's meant to be done alone. Ooh, it's a fight by ourselves. And the reason I bring this up is because I think about um, I think about Joseph in Scripture. Ooh, right, let's go to Scripture, right? Yeah. Joseph in Scripture, he he doesn't have a mental health issue, but he's fighting for health of his ministry, of his life. Hmm. This woman's like, hey, yo, bro, what's up? Come on. He ain't here. Let's go. Yeah. He's like, nah, <laughs> not me. You got the wrong one. And he fights for health. So like, so like strict. He runs away. He runs away. You know how hard you got to run away for someone to tear something off? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how hard he runs away. My question is how hard are we going to run towards health and run uh. away from the things that are killing us? Mm. You know, like, oh man, well, I do social media all day. Yeah, but if your mental health is down, maybe take a day off of social media. Mm. Oh, man, well, the kids need me. What I've said is if we are building ministries where when we're unhealthy, we still think people are going to uh, get good things from us, we built our ministries the wrong way. Wow. And it's, you know, it's like if you can't take a break to fight for health, that's that's an issue. If you can't take a break to really sit down and go, God, what are you saying to me? God, mm-hmm. what are you speaking to me? God, what what are you using through me? And I think the number one thing or another thing I think about when it comes to mental health is um, who's around you? Like who's around you to make sure you're healthy? Um, the other day I had a, I had an anxiety attack. Oh, wow. Like I had a legit anxiety attack. And I don't think, I think I got to work late the next day. And like, I'd never had an anxiety attack. And I'm told, have you gone to counseling lately? Hmm. I said, no, ma'am. She said, well, maybe you should do that. <laughs> she said, have you been to the gym lately? I said, no, I haven't. She said, well, maybe you should do that. Have you done this? And have you done this? And ha- No, I haven't. And we got to have people who are around us. Yeah. We're going to call us out on our crap. Yeah. We're going to call us out and say, uh, no, that's not the way you, that's not the way I've seen you do things when you're healthy. Why are you doing it now? Mm. And so, man, like I, I fight for mental health in a multitude of ways, but I think when it comes to the young leader, because we think we're young, we don't have to fight for health. Mm. No, you better fight for health. You right? better start now. You better start now because yeah. the enemy, uh, this is what I've been on just lately. Like the enemy, I think I talked about this last time. The enemy didn't come and make Adam and Eve eat from the tree. He didn't make them do that. What did he do? He lied. Yeah. <laughs> he lied to them. Yeah. He didn't say, he didn't move their arm. He didn't, co- you know, yeah, he coerced them. But you know what I mean? Like he lied. He didn't make them do it. Yeah. Right. The enemy made them sin. No, the enemy lied and they fell. And so I think it's what we're doing is I love what you said about this. You know, people might make fun of it, but the 
daily affirmations or the high-fiving yourself or Seriously. the looking in the mirror. Yeah. You know, I'm not like a crazy person like, I'm doing something good today. You're like, going to win. Yeah, no, not that <laughs> stuff. But like, you know, like maybe you're like, man, do I, do I love myself? Yeah. Do I love the people? Do I love my, what do I think? Of, I, always ask, I always ask myself these questions when I wake up. What do I think about myself? What do I think about my family? And what do I think about my God? Huh. If those, if any of those things are out of line, I believe me personally, mm-hmm. I'm in a mental health crisis, and and that's a, and that's I think that's the last thing I'll share when it comes to this idea. Why do we wait till tragedy strikes? What do you mean by that? I guess I mean a lot of times when it comes to mental health, right? Yeah, 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 word, yeah. We want to clean it up after tragedy. And what I mean, and what I mean by that is like, let, let's just be real. Um, you have a leader who falls, and then they get the right people around them after they fall. But I'm like, where were the people at before? <laughs> you know, or we have someone who who burns out. Let's just say, let's just be, let's not be so dramatic. They just burn out. They just get super tired. They just quit. They quit the job. Quit, and then they then they get you know mindful practices and they learn how to rest. And I'm like. Where were those things before? And and I'm not saying it's always the person's fault on why they're it's not always the person's fault on why they're not healthy. But if we can get get the right systems around us where we don't fall into tragedy every time. Cause like what I found with my students, especially a lot of my kids who are older now, uh, they feel like they can't reach out to me because they believe I'm too busy. And they think the only thing that is important to reach out to me about is are things of tragedy. And what I've said is, if you wait till tragedy, it's too late. Wow. If you wait till crisis, it's too late. Yeah. Why why do why do cities that are near water build levees? Why do cities near water build, you know, build these things to protect from hurricanes? Why? Because if we wait till after the hurricane to build them, it's pointless. It's already happened. It's pointless. <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. I don't know, man. I just think I think I found is you know, I've had a lot of people come up to me and being like, man, what do you think about all the people who have fallen lately? Yeah. You said something last week that sticks to this point really well. They say, if you stay ready, <laughs> you ain't never got to get <laughs> ready. And I think that 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 rings true to this because it's like a mental health battle is something when you face mental health, you're facing mental health every day. This is not a, a man that thing happened to me and man I'm bummed. This is like I every day I have to wake up and choose good mental health. When you face when you're facing mental health issues, every day there's something. Yeah. And and it, it's the moment that you don't deal with it the day of that it tends to build on itself. Right? Mm-hmm. You start putting dirty dishes in the sink on Monday and you don't put them in the dishwasher until Saturday, Yo. you're going to have a sink full of dirty dishes. Stinky dishes. Yo, bro. That's a problem you haven't dealt with. Hmm. So if you dealt with something on Monday that you're not going to touch until exactly. Saturday, and then Sunday something crucial happens, it's not just Sunday crucialness that you're dealing with. You're dealing with the, week. the entire week. So if you stay ready... You ain't never got to get ready. Okay, totally. So my my idea behind that is is that daily affirmation, that yeah. daily 
I'm going to grind this until I can't grind it no more to where it becomes a habit of mine, to where my mental health, you're going to face your issues 100%. I'm not telling you that you're going to walk out of that room in the, in the bathroom after you high-fived yourself and say, my mental health is gone. <laughs> my issues are fixed, right? Like I'm a, I'm a new human being. But what I am saying is you're working at it. And so things start to shift. Attitude starts to, to maneuver a little bit. You become more a little, little more positive. You have a little more chip on your, you know what I mean. You're a little more chippy, right? And so, and I could say this is, is Taylor Murray taught me this. That's why I love him so much is because he gave me so many nuggets that I use. He told me because what I would do before is listen to the Drakes and the Kendrick Lamars and the Big Sean's on the way to work to hype me up. But then I found that that is such a negative thing to do. Because I'm starting my day off. I mean, you think that, yeah, that stuff slaps. It bumps. We listen to it. We love it. it gets us hyped. But I want I want my mentals to be right for the day. So how am I going to start my day off? I'm going to start my day off in worship and prayer. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that's going to kick off. my. Now I'm walking into work with the mindset like, hey, man, how can I help you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or, bro, how was your night last night? Or how was your weekend? Or what's up at mm-hmm. that? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how you doing? Whereas if I started listening to hip-hop music, I'm walking into work with a different attitude. I'm a little more on edge. Wow. You know what I mean? And so I, for, and that's just me personally. Yeah. And so I, I've noticed that, man, if I fix my mental health in the morning when I wake up and right before I go to bed, then typically my days are kind of not blending together, but it, it seems as if things are running a little more smooth, if that makes sense. Mm. So. No. That's good. Yeah. And I love that you're giving practical tools like, okay, cool. You know, give myself a, like, give myself a high five every day. Eh, that's You know, that's cool. Is it practical? Maybe not. But maybe watch what I'm listening to when I'm walking into a certain area. Yeah. Watch who I'm, who I'm, how I'm speaking to people. And I, and I agree. Like, I, t- I'm snitching myself. I wake, I try to wake up every day. Uh, when Julia wakes up, I haven't done it in like two weeks. Julia wakes up at six thirty, and Nate usually wakes up at seven thirty. <laughs> okay, so I'm like, yeah, I'll get up. So I like, I like open my eyes, and then it's like awful. That's <laughs> like, funny. That's funny. <laughs> my wife once said, "What time are you gonna wake up tomorrow?" And I was like, five forty-five. And she goes, "I want to make you waffles before you leave." And I looked at her. If you can see my face right now, I gave her the side eye. So I like looked at her and then I was like, I don't believe you. <laughs> like, I I don't believe you. And I hey, now now I'm like, now I give myself a buffer. So if he's like, what time are you getting up? You know, 630. I'm like, yeah, I'll probably get about 715, 715, you know. What time and does she it, take off for work? 730. OK, so you're like you get 15 minutes with her before she leaves. Uh, no, it's more it's more like a. My eyes are like blurred. I'm like, bye. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. I don't know what it is, bro. That TikTok was was uh, that get off the TikTok. But you're right, man. How we start, how we start our days, and how we start those things are important. But when it comes to our mental health as leaders, uh, and as people of faith, like, are we willing to fight for it? I love what you you said it a couple times. I don't know if you noticed it, but you said mentals a couple times. And you remember when Marshawn Lynch was like, protect your, protect your bread. Protect your chicken. Protect your chicken. 
protect your mental. You protect your mental. You have this. This is all you have right here. <laughs> yeah. He's right. It was funny. I was watching that. I was watching that interview with. Never mind. I don't even want to get into it. I don't even want to get into it. Pay many. No. Well, I was watching the interview when he said that that night with some people who don't look like us, and so he's talking about protecting your chicken. Mm. And people are like, everyone's face is just like, what? What does he mean by that? You mean fried chicken? Is that what they Protect thought? Protect your chicken? Like, wait, does he own chickens on a farm? People said that. No, oh, but that's just that they the, the look. Every one of us knew what he meant by protect your chicken. He's talking about the Doja protect Cats. You know what I mean? Protect your money. Protect that money, Cuddy. Come on. Protect but, uh, your mentals. It was funny. That's funny. Protect your chicken, and, and it just, it, <laughs> it's like, it's so Bay Area talk. I love it. Yeah, yeah. Speaking yeah. of sports, are we done with mental health? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm pre- no, seriously. I, I think that, to cap it off, I think that everybody is going to struggle with their their own battles day to day. But I think that, like you said, one of the biggest things you said is, is when you try and do it alone is when you lose hmm. because accountability, people in your corner checking in on you yeah, is, is what's going to make you win. And I remember one time I was facing something. I was struggling with something and, and, and this is real life. Nate called me and he's like, yo, do you want to be on the podcast with me? And I was like, dude, you have no idea how cool that would be. Hmm. Because not only am I able to every week talk about things that I'm facing, or not only am I every week talking to somebody who I know will hold me accountable, but like this is the best. And ever since then, it was like, I have somebody now I can call and hold me accountable. But at the same time, before that, I did too, but it was in a different capacity, mm-hmm. right? And so, like, now I'm I'm facing this, like, yo, I got a brother I can call every week and be like, yo, I'm down to do this podcast, but let me tell you about my week yep. and get this off my chest. Exactly. We're going to pray about it, and then he's going to hold me accountable to make sure I don't hold on to that anymore. Mm. And so that is, is huge. Do not do life alone. If your mental health is struggling, call one of us. We're willing to pray with you. We're willing to talk with you. This isn't just a podcast about talking and having fun. It's a podcast about actually mm-hmm. doing life with people. Yeah. We love people. So Yeah. Yeah. I think I think to cap it off on on my end, I think it's we we were in this series over here at Life Center and we were talking about like lies. It was called Mentors, Filters and Lies. And it's this idea of replacing lies with truth. And so you, if you have a lie you believe about yourself, replace it with truth. How do you know it's a lie? Well, does it sound like it's from God or not? Mm-hmm. If it ain't from God, it might be a lie. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you know, I heard in my mind that I'm terrible. Well, I don't I don't believe God is going to tell many people, like, that they're yeah, terrible. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? He, say, he might say get out of my marketplace. Don't make my church into a marketplace. But. Ooh. Anyway, so I think it's, I think for me is replace the lies with truth. So when you're waking up and your health is like, man, it's never going to get better. Replace that. Replace that with truth. Replace that with something better. Replace that with something healthy. And if we can replace those things with something healthy, then we'll end up in a better place. And we'll have healthy families, healthy kids, healthy ministries, healthy, all those things. And the reason I said families, kids, ministries is because ministries is last. 
when it comes to those things. Family should be the member number one number one thing. So, y'all, that is the podcast. Man, let's get real. What a night in person, bro. What a night in person. I'm gonna get ice cream after this. Let's go. You wanna go? Let's get it. Dude, let's get this. Open? Let's get this. Let's get this. <laughs> top of the morning. Top, top of the morning. morning. Top of the morning. No, you know what I want to talk about before we cap this off, though? Don't do how, it. Hey, how much time do we have? We'll, what, how, we how, have how long have we been recording for? We have, we have 10 minutes. We have two minutes left? Yes. No, I mean, we have as much time as you want. I'm just saying. Okay, well, I just want to say one thing before we leave. Jesus. No, bro. What? Don't. Don't do it, bro. The Lakers suck. Whoa, 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 whoa. The Lakers are trash okay, right okay, now. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, one thing okay, I, okay. I will say, shout out to my boy Remy. I've okay, shouted him out on this podcast okay, before, but okay, okay. he called me today. Remy. Remy. Oh, Remy. Remington White. Is he a hater? Big hater. Big hater. Big hater. Big Lakers hater, huh? Lakers hater. Yeah. And your boy Josh. Or, uh... uh oh, dude, you do not like John. <laughs> oh, your boy John, dog. He got to run my fade one day. He got to run my fade one anyway. day, bro. He got to run my fade. Anyway. Because he's a big, he's a big hater. Anyway. Too. He's a big hater, too, bro. Um, so, shout out to all the Laker haters. But, no, Remy hit me up today and was like, what's up with your boy Russell Westbrook? And I was like, I don't claim him. That's not, that's not family. I, I, named, I, named, I named every other Laker. AD, right? Malik Monk. You, come on. <laughs> Come on, keep going. You'll name Kyle Kuzma before. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like Kyle Kuzma. But then they he's said, like, you know, he's, he's like, what about Russell Westbrook? I was like, I don't claim him yet. Not yet. I, I, didn't, I don't claim him yet. Not yet. Because he's, he's, not, he's not a real Laker writer yet. He plays for the team, but is he really like. You ever notice he never. What are your thoughts on Russell, bro? Because I don't really, I don't really <laughs> mess with Russell like you that. You ever notice he doesn't look at people when he argues with them? Go, go watch uh, Russell Westbrook fights. He never looks at people in the eye. It's interesting. It's because yeah. he's a weirdo. Anyway, I think he is a phenomenal player. Yeah. I he, do too, but. He lost us that game last night. W- <laughs> Did you see three times in a row? The back, the back, the back, the behind the, the behind the back um, alley-oop pass he tried to do? Three oh times. God, three times. Anyway, I would say this team is going to be good. I don't know. Hold on. I'm hold, not sold on it on, yet. Hold on. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Okay. John made a good point. What do you say? Senior citizens. No. Listen. I don't want to hear it. Okay. Senior citizens. This is why I don't want to hear it. No. I might be on John's side now. No, nah, boy. You got to listen, dude. Don't don't let. Don't, see? You got to replace lies with truth. <laughs> <laughs> My but mentals because of the Lakers. mentals, bro. Right. Protect your bed. Protect <laughs> your chicken. <laughs> but <laughs> this, first off, let me say this. The Nets. Record is two and three. Okay. Okay. It's the beginning of the season. Yeah. It's two and three. Yeah. We I right. we got we got a couple of runs of just terrible teams. That's where you'll find out like who we can really we win are. this game? Because yeah, yeah, if yeah. we're losing, like we lost against the we lost against the worst team in the NBA. Or something. Yeah. But they came out. They came out and played. They and did. what and Russell didn't. What I like though is I, me personally, I like losing early, and winning late. So I'm okay with going two mm-hmm. and three. Starting maybe five and seven, you know, and then and then getting because get, the year we won the championship, we were people won. were making fun of us. Yeah, people were like, "Oh, Lakers!" And guess what? <laughs> we put it on them. We put it on. We them. we might get busy. I don't know. I'm just number man, one I, in the West, bro. Number don't. one in the West. Anyway, this is all I'll say. 
Lakers, it's time. I think it's time. Like, they need more time together. Mm. I think they need time to play. I think Russell Westbrook needs to come off the bench. He's not a starter. Yeah. Not on the team. Yeah. Um, Because he's not a ball handler. Yeah. I thought he was. He's not. He's not no, a ball handler. I'm choosing Rondo over he's him He's a right driver. Now. Let him drive. Yeah. Let, let him dunk. Also, bro. If I see him shoot another three, if I see him shoot another three, Tillian, I will fly down to LA myself. Stop. Um, I'll Russell Westbrook. And I'll run the fade, bro. Anyway, man. The Lakers aren't also, terrible. The Seahawks suck, but we won't talk about that. We won't talk about that. We won't talk about that because we don't have Russell Wilson. Rest in peace, Eagles. Yeah. Rest in peace, Seahawks. And then Carson Wentz is Oh, Jalen Hurts so good. Who said that? I, I, Somebody from a podcast. Someone somewhere from Life Center, bro. I, I never said he was good. No, I did. I do think he's good. I think our coach I think, is. I think did Jalen you Hurts see? I think Jalen Hurts is good. Did you see our coach interview? When he was talking about fertilizer and dirt? No. Bro, go look up Nick Sirianni uh, fertilizer. It was it was bad. It's like when, like, you know when you feel like you're rambling on the podcast? Yeah. Like, no, you're not. You're fine. He I, was, like, rambling. Way to, way to put my text messages that I send you in private out to everybody in person. Well, well, like, yo, Nate, don't put out last week's episode because I felt like I was rambling. You know when you feel like you're rambling and you're really not rambling and it sounds really good, but you're not rambling? Uh, no, because I'm, I'm just messing with you, I feel the same way, too. messing with you, Like, <laughs> Bro, did I talk too much? Yeah, like, I literally woke up when you said you were going to drop it, and I was like, what did I even say that week? <laughs> what well, did I, I even now say? Now that I'm doing them unedited, I'm really just listening to the beginning and the end to make sure we like end it well. Yeah. After that, I just posted it. I don't. <laughs> I'm not listening to it. So. So we get the first take when you I'm. You better be careful what you say. Man, I'm, I'm done editing. Bro. Shout out to everybody that I wronged. I love you guys all. <laughs> just start. Just start sneaking. This Drop of the mic. Yeah, that bro that wore that white shoes that one day. <laughs> I mess with you. It, hey, listen. If you say it, it's the going in the one who wore that red leather jacket on Sunday morning. I don't mess with if you. If you said it, it is going in the podcast. Believe. Hey, take this part out. Take this part out. No, it's in. It's in. You could say something. Heresy is going in. I love it, bro. Shout out to Josiah. I still want to get coffee with you. If you So if you're listening. Yeah, bro. Hey, yo, yo, Josiah, if you're listening this far, I'm in your office right now, bro. No, I'm looking at your desk you as we te- speak. You should text him, bro. I want right to get coffee with you, bro. Text him. I want to get coffee with you, Josiah. I'm, and I'm going to text you right now. <laughs> I'm sorry to everybody who's out there like, yo, we came to this podcast to get leader information, and they're yeah. just goofing off. You know, there's jokes at the end. Josiah, you're my guy. Comma, let's get coffee. Not Vafi. Not Vafi. Coffee. So I just sent Josiah a text live on the podcast well, about how we're going to get coffee well. because I bailed on him because my nephew, shout out like a cannon, shout out to cannon. <laughs> shout out like a cannon. Shout out to cannon. And on oh. that note, hey, y'all, we love you guys. We appreciate it. This was so fun. It's we good to be back, baby. <laughs> we appreciate I'm on my energy this shout week, out, baby. Shout out like a cannon. Shout out to cannon. Uh, I think on the way out, this is what we're going to do. Okay. We're going to play the Marshawn Lynch, Protect Your Mentals. Protect Your Mentals. Right now, we can't hear it. but will at your chickens. We're Let's gonna see send, if Josiah responded. He we're going to send it to that. Uh, but we love you guys. 
And this is the Let's Get Real Podcast. And we'll catch y'all in a couple of weeks. Peace. So, I tell y'all right now while y'all in it, take care of y'all bread. So when y'all done, go ahead and take care of yourself. So while y'all don't take care of y'all bodies, you know what I mean? Don't take care of y'all chicken. You feel me? Don't take care of y'all mentals. Cause look, we ain't lasting that long. Um, you know, I had a couple players that I played with that, you know what I mean? They no longer here no more. They no longer. So, I mean, you feel me? Start taking care of y'all mentals, y'all bodies and y'all chicken. And when y'all, you know, ready to walk away, walk away and be able to do what you want to do. I appreciate it.